Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 2013's Now You See Me. And as you can see, there's nothing up our sleeves. So enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B Podcast, better known as the MFAB Podcast. M-Fab. As always, I am Aaron, here with... Yeah, Evan. And yeah, we... that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and we got another great movie for you today. Um, it's I yeah, maybe. It's an inside day today, so it's my pick. Um, and this is one I think I wanted to originally do when we like first started the show, and I just couldn't track down a copy of it. So, Really? Because um, yeah. I went to like the local media store, and there was like, millions of fucking copies. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember That's where, where I, I found it. But like the week I remember wanting to do it, I went to Target, and I'm like, oh, we don't have it. Well, what the I fuck? think I spent like three ninety nine on that fucker. Yeah. Well, that movie is 2013's Now You See Me. It is directed by Louis Leterrier. Leterrier? I know, never heard of that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It stars Gavin's favorite, Jesse Eisenberg. Of course. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, Mark Ruffalo, Isla Fisher, and Dave Franco with smaller roles by Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine. Gotta give them yeah. props, so. A lot of big names. I also really hate how on IMDb the top cast is Jesse Eisenberg and then Common. Who? Exactly. Wait, I'm not looking at it. So Common was one of the the bald black FBI agent that had like two scenes in the oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the second That's... build on here. I don't get where that comes from. <laughs> Is he famous other places? He's a, he's a rapper. Or... He's a musician, rapper. He's been in other okay. films. He's, I don't think he's ever had like a starring role, but he's huh. had decent role. He's been in like Smoke and Aces. Um, I want to say he was in Date Night and a couple other things. But That's fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe he paid for that spot. Maybe. Probably. Like, I want to be almost top build. <laughs> yeah. Give me top billing or I'm not doing it. We'll give you a second. Yeah, good enough. Fair enough. Am I above Woody Harrelson? It's all that matters. All that matters. There's only one bald guy in this film that's going to make a scene, and that's yeah. me. All right. Did you know anything about this movie before going into it? I knew it had to do with magic and heists. That's literally all I knew. And I knew Jesse Eisenberg was in it, so I never really watched it. <laughs> This is another great role where Jesse Eisenberg plays Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about this before we started recording. Gavin, I think, has ruined Jesse Eisenberg for me because (laughs) you're right. He doesn't act. This is the same character. No, same guy in every fucking movie. Does not change. American Ultra, 30 minutes or less. It's the same fucking guy. (laughs) This is the third movie we've done with him now. I think so. I know so we, we did, did Social Network. We did Zombie and, Land, right? Yeah, Zombie Land. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> no, I just want to call him names from like other movies just because it's the same fucking character. Yeah. <laughs> so next time it's going to be Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. He was still like Jesse Eisenberg, but he was like 
Was he, he was Lex Luthor, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> was he bald in that? I think at the end of the movie, he goes bald, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's for another episode. Today, we're going to talk this movie. So, Oh, please say we're not doing that movie. <laughs> no, we're not. Please. I haven't even never watched it. But, Anyways, this movie starts off with Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> uh, his character's name is Jade Daniel something. We'll just call um it. Atlas, Dave Atlas, Atlas or yeah, some yeah. shit. Danny Atlas. Oh, yeah, there we go. He's doing some street magic, some card tricks. Did did you notice where it was at? No. That was Chicago, baby. Chicago, really? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Yep. Just pulling Shitty off the some... actor in Chicago. But to be fair, um I did pick the seven of diamonds. Me too. Me too. There's I, there I yeah. don't know what I I wish I knew magic because I want to know how that happened. So stay tuned for the trivia at the end. I'll kind of explain that. I think that's one of my trivia. Uh-huh. But yeah, the trick he's doing, he's telling a girl to look at a card and he's like, is this your card? And she's like, no, well, it's because you're looking too close. It's actually, and he points to the side of a building and lights up the seven of diamonds. Yeah. So that kind of blew my mind a little and I was a little pissed off at myself for being <laughs> yeah, I know me too. I was like, no, I'm gonna rewind this and pick a different cut. <laughs> I could have too. <laughs> uh and then we cut to Woody Harrelson's character, Merritt. Uh he's uh he's a, he's mentalist. a mentalist. Yep. Doing some hypnosis and uh clairvoyance. Basically uh getting a husband in trouble. Yeah, che- cheating on his wife and then swindling him out of like two hundred fifty bucks. That's pretty funny. It was a shit thing to do, but yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna spew out names until you know yep. say you cheated on your wife, pretty much mm-hmm. <laughs> with her sister. Yep. And then uh, we cut to Dave Franco's character Jack. He's uh just a street illusionist. He's on a boat yeah. pulling off. He the offers trip. people a hundred bucks if they can. Tell him how he did the trick, and someone tells him how he did the trick. So it's a hundred bucks. Yep. But he steals his wallet and yep. watch at the same time. Yeah, he's a really good pickpocket. Yeah. And then we see Isla Fisher, uh, her character Henley. She's uh, an escape artist. She's yeah. a very Harry Houdini escape from all these yeah. shackles and water before these piranhas get to her. Which that's a pretty cool trick, though. Is it? It, it was, but. Aren't piranhas like not as dangerous as people think? If I don't know, are they like sharks? Maybe do they smell blood and like frenzy? Because I know they frenzy. Yeah, but I thought that, like I I feel like they've just been hyped up. Like you can swim in piranha waters if you just don't piss them off or something. They won't really attack you. But what if like you're bleeding on your time of the month or something? That's true. <laughs> I don't know. A frenzy. I don't know. Listeners, if you have more information about piranhas, let us know. Now email us at yeah. mfabpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after we meet all them, we cut to Daniel, Danny, uh, the chick he did the magic trick on. He brings her back to his apartment, getting it uh, on. Yeah, they about to fuck. She ripped her clothes off very fast, too. Did you I know, that? right? <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> I was like, like wow. Those are some like NBA warm-up gear. Like, all right, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Velcro pants. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Um, we fucking now. Yeah. But uh he notices this weird tarot card um in his shoe and basically is like, all right, yeah, cool, I got this card, get the fuck out. And you're like, What? Yeah. Um and then all the others 
find this, they have this whole beginning scene was like this big montage of like get the gang together that's how i felt when i watched yep. it like yeah. we're assembling a team you know yep because yep, they each had different tarot cards like love yeah. and can't even remember what they were but lovers a high empress maybe yeah something. death and the hermit yeah and they all have an address on them and a specific time so we cut forward to this specific address in time Danny and Henley show up. They know each other. They used to work together. Uh, Merritt meets up with them. Just some banter going on between them. Um, Jack shows up. Like, Fix lock yep. so they can get into the apartment. Yep. And this he's like, a rap scallion. That one. <laughs> I, don't know why a, I just did that voice, but gross ass <laughs> apartment. It's empty, and then these holograms start popping up with uh, blueprints and weird tech shit and then uh yeah then we have our title card yeah totally blew my like not blew my mind but like didn't even dawn on me like yeah we didn't have a title card 13, do you remember 1330 by the way is the timestamp. oh damn yeah a lot longer than i thought mm-hmm. do you remember that uh american dad episode where they mock uh fast and the furious Vaguely. where they find the script for it i, I know i showed it to you yeah Vaguely, but they have like a bunch of like gay sex between Dom and <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yes. whole time, whenever like one of those scenes pops up, the music pops on. It's like heist, 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 <laughs> heist, heist. <laughs> that's all. When the hologram started popping up and shit, that's a song that popped into my head. I was like heist, heist, nice. heist. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> all right, so yeah, we get our title card. Not almost departed level into the movie but a few minutes shy so after we we get to vegas one year later where they have apparently the best fucking show in vegas yeah this huge fucking show um and they're known as the four horsemen at this point which their logo too i don't get what the hell that yeah i don't know there's five pieces sticking off of it yeah maybe that Whoever gave him the cards maybe plays into that. But it just, it, I don't know. It had no flow. It was just, it just looked like somebody drew lines. Like I didn't, I didn't see a four or an H or anything. Yeah, I drew so. a line and then I drew five other lines off of that line. And yeah. there we are. Four yeah. horsemen. <laughs> Makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The WCW had it right. Just got to put up the four fingers. That's all. Uh, I don't know. Is that wrestling? Yeah, the four horsemen. Oh, okay. Come on. Oh, okay. One of our listeners will know that, Matt. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, at this show, they're going to pull off uh, one of their biggest tricks I've ever done. They're going to rob a bank. Yeah. They have uh, they have the audience, what, pick balls to pick the seat of the person, and they call someone up to the stage, and they tell them they're going to, like, what, teleport him to the bank. And they pick this uh, this French guy. But before they pick him, we do get to see Morgan Freeman's character, Thaddeus Bradley. Uh, he's in the audience recording yep. them. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they're bringing the audience member up on stage, they we introduce Michael Caine. He's their benefactor. He supplies all their money. His character's yeah. name is Tressler. Uh, Albert Tressler, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. The this, one part of this uh, magic trick that confused the shit out of me. I was like, that. I mean, you, 
how do you do that was when uh she took out her scarf and like threw it and then oh, like, yeah. formed into a fucking air yeah and it wasn't even that the machine the teleporting machine came out after that that bothered me it was just the fact that like how'd you get this scarf to do that <laughs> yeah holograms <laughs> it's like I'm tra- I'm chalking anything that's unexplainable up to holograms in this fucking it's movie. It's all holograms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whole world. Yep. So they put on this little helmet on him, like, oh, this will allow you to teleport and we can talk to you and shit. And drive the short bus. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and he gets in this little device that's going to, like, it basically clamps down on him. Yeah. And I think it, like, smushes him, but, uh, Apparently, it sends him to his bank in Paris. Yeah. And he's in the vault. And uh, they create like a whirlwind that sucks the money from Paris to Las Vegas. Yep. Because, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> holograms. <laughs> yes, holograms. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the three million euros or whatever just comes raining down in the crowd. And. Ta-da! <laughs> That's a magic trick. That's we robbed a bank. Trick, yeah, <laughs> y'all get some free money. I wonder if anybody's ever tried to use that as like defense. <laughs> How'd you rob the bank? It's magic. It's total magic. Man. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. So after the trick, we cut over to Mark Ruffalo's character, uh, detective or whatever. Bruce FBI Banner. <laughs> That's all I saw. Yeah, yeah. I hated uh, that. His name is Rhodes. I can't remember his first name offhand, but um, he's Dylan. In... Dylan. Dylan Rhodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just watched it this morning, so yeah. yeah. You know. All right. <laughs> and I'm actually watching the second one now. Nice. It's paused so, in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a FBI agent. He's they kind of pick up the crew, bring him in for questioning and arresting yeah, and stuff, interrogation. Yep. He's like doesn't understand why he's on this bullshit he's like they're fucking magicians i'm not gonna deal with this shit yeah Um, but he gets assigned to this case with the french interpol agent alma she was cute she was cute but uh they couldn't pick anybody with a new english a little bit better so i has a hard time understanding some of her her language i thought she was french she was french yes but she was very very thick french accents like i had a hard time picking up some of her words so well you've always had a hard time with english and you yeah know, that's true so english movies i guess yeah but uh they go to interv- interview the audience member that got hipped into that got uh robbed the bank and he's yeah. been he's been hypnotized so he's really no help because he doesn't know what the fuck happened they say the word bullshit and he goes into playing an invisible yep. violin because that's what the word bullshit makes you do when you're yep. hypnotized. Yeah. So then we cut over to interviews with Danny and Merritt. And it's just basically Danny and Merritt know that the feds have nothing on them because if they arrest them, they're basically admitting to magic. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. So um It was at this point I wrote down Eisenberg is Eisenberg. Yeah. That was when I was like, yeah, he hasn't changed. Yep. And uh, he does like a cool slate, a hand trick, and puts his cuffs on Rhodes. And yeah, they uh, they all get released. And uh, fuck you, FBI. But uh, they're not done with them, obviously. They need to f- get this 3 million euros back or whatever. So 
Rhodes goes and meets with Thaddeus Bradley. He's a magic debunker. Yeah, he's got a TV show where he debunks magic, essentially. Yep, yep. Which, uh, there was, do you remember the actual, there was a show like that in like the early 2000s? Yeah, The, the Masked Magician or whatever. Yeah, he would reveal all the tricks. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and this is how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> You're all idiots for thinking it was real. <laughs> the most hated man in magic, yeah. <laughs> and I hated watching that show because like he'd do a trick and I'd be like, all right, smart guy, show me how you did that one. And then it'd be like, wow. That was really easy to fool me. <laughs> so I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seriously, just one mirror. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he goes and meets with him, asks for his help, basically. And uh, Thad kind of shows him how they did the first heist. They reveal the con. Yeah. Basically, they've been targeting that French guy in the audience for like weeks. Like A lot of the people that were in the crowd were plants. Yep. So... Um, he wasn't picked at random when they picked balls out of the hat. They swapped him with the ones yeah. that they wanted. They knew where he was sitting and stuff by using sleight of hand. And they didn't rob the bank that night. They actually robbed it months ago. And uh, which is fucked up. Yep. And uh, he didn't get transported there. They just dropped him below the stage to a fake vault. So yeah, mirrors and holograms yeah, and shit. So. It's not magic at all. It's just total fucking bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out everything sucks. Yeah. Magic isn't real. No. Damn it. (laughs) So they uh, find out the crew's traveling to New Orleans. That's where they're going to do their next big show. So uh, Rhodes and Alma are going over some stuff on the plane. Talk about possibility of a fifth horseman. They can't be all can't be just the four of them somebody else has to be doing something too yeah. so so keep that in the back of your head um and then on the plane danny tries to do what Merritt does and like read tressler oh yeah and just sucks at it yeah because he does a shit job because he's not a mentalist he's no. you know street yeah. musician or magician yeah so in New Orleans, the feds uh, set up some surveillance, and uh, that's when they find out the four horsemen, they all have these little tracking bracelets on them. So now that the feds can hack into those bracelets, they can know where they're going. Know exactly where they're going. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Tressler meets up with Thad and wants to pay him off. Ooh, cool thing about this. Uh, where they were filming in that store. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Trexler picks up the doll and the fucking, you know, he's yeah. making his threats to Thad. I've totally mm-hmm. been in that store. Oh, nice. <laughs> in oh, New Orleans, yeah. like about almost exactly a year ago, you know. Nice. <laughs> so I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I know that place. They have like, you know, voodoo mistress in back that'll read your palm and shit and all that. It's pretty sick, man. <laughs> so, yeah, they meet up at this little this little shop, and Tressler tries to pay that off. Says like, "Here's you know three million dollars to uh not reveal their secrets, Just leave us the fuck alone." Yep, essentially. And Thad's like, "Yeah, fuck you." Nope. <laughs> so their uh, their next show starts, and classic little tricks. You know, here's the bunny in the box. Oh, it's gone. Yada yada. Yeah, they do a hundred tricks. Or are they all one big trick? Yeah. Is what they said. There's some hypnosis. Jesse or Danny blows bubbles. 
And then Henley yeah. goes in into one of the bubbles. And flies around. Yeah. And then, like, it pops and she falls into his arms where he's in the crowd. It'd be a cool-ass magic show to see. Yeah, it's all holograms. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but uh, their final trick is everybody in the audience, they, they want their bank balances. So everybody wrote them down and they ask, like, three people, what, what's your, your number? And, oh, yeah, it's this number. And uh, they bring out Tressler and say, well, this is his number. And basically, they rob Tressler. Yeah. And give... Out of, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, and give it to the audience. Because everybody in the audience has been picked because they're in New Orleans. And they've been, you know, fucked over by Katrina. And Tressler was the insurance, the insurance company that did yeah. pay him out. Mm-hmm. So now he is. And... Once they steal all his money, they chain him to the stage and they run out and they escape. But uh, they make their the escape is good. Yeah, especially because Rhodes tries to go after him, and the twelve people that Merritt hypnotized earlier in the show. Yeah, he he says the the word that snaps him out of it, and they were hypnotized to think they were football players attacking a quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were just gonna kill the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So like- they just- Sick 10 people on one dude. Yeah, <laughs> gang tackling, yeah. Who's an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. So the feds are tracking them, so they kind of know where they're going. And uh, it's just, it's basically a chase through Mardi Gras. And I was like, did you cat- happen to catch almost boobs? <laughs> almost hits, yeah. yeah. The like split second where she pulls she up a like, shirt and then it cuts. Oh my god, yeah. And then they she's cut gonna... back and she's holding her breath. Yeah. I was so fucking pissed. Like, damn it. Like, I'd have bumped it up a point. Yep. Just saying. Goddamn PG-13 movie. But yeah, it's a cool chase through uh, Mardi Gras, but uh, who is it? Yeah. Danny kind yeah. of throws his tracker into into Rhodes, right? Yeah, he gets it in his pocket somehow. Yeah, so Rhodes winds up chasing himself. And yeah. <laughs> they, all, they all get away. So. And then there's a Little scene of Almond Rhodes at a bar and then trash. Rhodes gets extra trash and starts talking like a dick because he's pissed off. Yeah. And then Tressler and Thad meet at a bar. This time Tressler offers double the money to expose them. Ten million. Yep. Um, next morning, Rhodes finds Alma's book she's been reading. It's called The Harris or The Eye. Eye of Horus. The Eye of Horus, yes. Egyptian, oh. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And basically, that is keepers of real magic. No, like not this big hologram shit. Real it's, magic. It's <laughs> real magic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then they find out Rhodes's phone has been bugged. Yeah, we did a whole history of the eye, yeah. which is you know the people who wherever they got their tarot cards from in the beginning are the eye, whoever yeah. they are, and. This is going to come into play at the end. I don't have any notes about it throughout here because they did a really bad job of not integrating it more into the story. But there's a character they keep talking about called Lionel Shrike. Yeah. Yeah. Who was a magician. He was a magician that did this trick and apparently... Ended up dying. Yeah. But Thad fucked him over and exposed all his his tricks, basically. Yeah. And pretty much drove him to do this last final trick where he popped himself in a safe and got dumped in the Jersey River and then just never came back up. Yep. And they never found the safe. 
Yeah. So that's that's a theme throughout this, but I just don't have any notes on it, so I can't. Not at least until the end, because I didn't think they didn't yeah, play it up I, like it was going to be a big part of this movie. So they just kept mentioning it every now and then, yeah. which is kind of. I don't know, misdirection? Yeah. Eh? Uh, <laughs> it's the whole theme of the movie. <laughs> it was a hologram. <laughs> it's a hologram. It's just a fucking hologram. <laughs> so the feds track him to New York City, as does Thaddeus, too. Um, I really like this scene. Out of you. all the scenes in the movie, I well, besides some of the magic tricks, like the scene, the fight scene. Okay, yeah was fucking my favorite yeah so all everybody but jack leaves their little apartment uh, headquarters i guess thaddeus is watching him but Rhodes and a couple of his other agents go into the apartment they find jack and as you were saying this awesome fucking fight scene yeah he just does magic to him he magics him yep <laughs> oh you know kicks the shit out of him i love how he trapped the one dude in the disposal yeah, I was like waiting for his hands to like get in there and just yes. start grinding. I was like, there's gonna be blood any second now. Any second. PG thirteen though. God damn PG thirteen. Could have done holograms, uh, holographic blood. Yeah. And he has fireballs too. Yeah, he uses that uh paper, the contact paper or whatever, yeah. flame paper. The only thing I could think of was that uh that old uh YouTube video of the dude LARPing. Fireball. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so. Just throwing tennis balls. <laughs> yep. And then uh, he throws some cards at Rhodes and like cuts his face because he's a master at card throwing. And then uh, they escape down the trash chute uh, into the streets and whatever. And then Jack gets a car. Um, Big chase scene. Yep. Alma comes to the rescue. So Alma and Rhodes are chasing him in a car. Jack takes him onto the what i think was one of the like the brooklyn bridge or something but uh he wrecks his car wrecks on the yeah. bridge big time fucking flips over like 30 times and fucking starts on fire Rhodes yeah. tries to go pull him out but can't unbuckle him uh, car he... explodes Rhodes grabs these papers though that jack was trying to oh yeah he did have papers so Rhodes grabs them right as the car explodes basically and jack dies yep Bye, Jack. Sad face. Um, and then we cut to Thad calling Rhodes. Basically literally, I have Thad calls rough. <laughs> Ruffalo, yeah. Ruffalo. He kind of implies to him that Alma <laughs> might be this fifth horseman that they're thinking of. Because like, she was a desk agent. And why the hell would she be pulled to to be on this case? You know, and yeah. a lot of things Her going first. Add up on this you know street mission or whatever yeah so then the feds find out what might be the crew's third and final heist but as is any good cop movie yeah. Rhodes can't solve it until he's taken off the case so yeah the case gets <laughs> taken over by you know yeah fucking i hated this guy but just because like, uh when he takes over the case he's like abracadabra the case is mine now <laughs> it's like are you fucking kidding me dude <laughs> yes stop trying to be funny you're a fucking cop yeah <laughs> why didn't like it would have been better if they would have got like csi miami's david Caruso in there to like do those one-liners <laughs> average <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> so yeah they find out like there's this safe at this place called elkhorn this warehouse 
that the the four horsemen, well, three horsemen now are going to hit. Yeah. So they move on this safe, but it's gone. It's already fucking gone. Yeah. Uh, one of the feds that was guarding it had been hypnotized, and that was common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't guarding it, but he's the one who called up the oh, guards yeah. and told them to move the safe. Yep, that's right. So they say bullshit, and he goes into a fucking yep. violin playing violin thing. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they've got their quick enough to stop the truck that it's in from leaving so yeah. they they basically so at least i got the safe yep they're with the safe so they're like well they don't know we've got it so let's just let it get to its destination so they basically escort it to its destination and at this time the the three are making a youtube video with details of their show that night at this project building i guess called five points it's called five points yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody in New York hates us and knows exactly where that is. Maybe. I know there's a five points in the town around here in, in Janesville. Yeah, it just seemed like it was like a place that's recognized, you know, for being there. Nope. Me either. <laughs> so, uh, the truck arrives. The feds are watching it. Thad's, Thad's crew um, kind of come and open the truck, and that's when the feds are like, uh, ah, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just open the fucking safe. Hey, you uh, fucking idiot. Yeah. The whole time, every time Thad talks to like Ruffalo or anyone really, he's just talking them down the entire mm-hmm. fucking time. He's like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. You don't know what magic is. Yep. You know, you're just a piece of shit. Look here, idiot. This is how it was done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, dumbass. Slow it down. Yep. First of all, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Second, <laughs> open the damn safe. Fucking idiot. So they open the safe and it's filled with balloons balloons yeah and then you're like what wait wait where's the real safe and at this time the show starts the the three are being projected okay i thought this was funny too because they sent everybody to the safe to catch whoever came to the safe to get it Mm -hmm. but they didn't have anybody posted by where the show was going to be they're like oh shit the show's about to start we should all get over there now because oh, we yeah, have that's... no one over there. Yeah, that's true. Let's yeah. not cover two bases. <laughs> Let's only cover one. Yeah. Put all our eggs in one basket and fuck it. So as the show starts, the three are being projected onto these buildings, you know, holograms. Talking about <laughs> magic and corruption and yep. the the new guy that's taken over everything is like, they're over there. Let's go. And that's when Alma and Rhodes are like, wait a minute. What have we learned throughout this movie? That we're fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's go the other way. Let's go the other way. They go another way. Um, the, the three horsemen are on an elevator. They get taken up to the roof. The uh, the roof that the feds are on. And so the feds jump on them and tackle them. But uh, they're, they're mannequins. Dumb. Yep, they're dummies. And they appear on this other roof of the building that Alma and Rhodes were on. Yeah. And... Uh, as Alma and Rhodes close in on them, they vanish and appear on the other side of this rooftop. Say some magic-y shit. And, uh, <laughs> Saying they're going to leave. Yep. And, you know, this is our, this is our last trip. show. Yeah. yeah. And they run and jump off the building and burst into <laughs> fucking money. Yeah, turn into money somehow. Holograms. Holograms. <laughs> <laughs> and all this money rains down on everybody and yeah. Yeah, everybody's rich. 
Alma and I have written down they escape. Alma and Rhodes kiss because that was gonna happen. Obviously, yeah. They even like they foreshadowed that so hard, and I did not see any chemistry between them. Only her like really emoting mm-hmm. the entire time, and then, they they, yeah. they forced that way too much. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as they look at all this money that's raining down, it's fake money. It has all their pictures on it. Yeah. So then you're like, well, where's the real money? And as Thad's going to get into his car, he clicks it open and boom! Explodes his, with money. His car is full of money. And uh, he gets arrested. Yeah, he gets arrested. And you're like, oh shit! It was him! He was the fifth one! And like, no. Something doesn't make sense here. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. So the crew is in Times Square. Central now. Park. No, they're oh, yeah. Square. Yeah. Yep. And uh, as they're looking around, you kind of see that eye pop up on the screens. Yeah. And uh, Thad's in jail now. And Rhodes comes to visit him. And uh, he's like, I was framed. And uh, did you catch the Shawshank reference while he was in there? No, I didn't. He literally says, he's like, these bars can make a man think. He literally oh, said that in Shawshank? Yeah, yeah, he literally says that in Shawshank. So. Yeah, I don't know the movie word for word like you do. <laughs> Um, Thad and Rhodes are on doing a little one-on-one. That kind of reveals how they pulled this last heist off. Basically, the safe never left that warehouse. They pulled they just, the old mirror trick on them. Just a big mirror. Yep. A bunch of fucking idiots. Yep. And Jack never died. Yeah. Which I thought was fucked up. Why? Just because they used a corpse, you know? Oh yeah, he stole. They totally stole the corpse. <laughs> they, <laughs> It's like you're gonna desecrate the hell out of this body. Yeah. Put it in a car and crack the fucking wall. They show how that was done. Mm-hmm. And I love how when they're like they showed the crew that were in the other cars when that crash happened. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg had the like worst fucking mustache. The biggest fucking fake mustache yes. you could ever imagine. Yeah. That's like the most acting he's ever done. <laughs> it's like the mustache, like the pizza guy in a in a in a porno. In a fucking, <laughs> hey, I'm in the 1970s pizza guy. Porno. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Did you order a large pizza with extra sausage? <laughs> so except in Jesse Eisenberg voice, because yeah. you know. So, at this point, we kind of see every heist had some sort of connection to this Lionel Shrike guy that yeah. they really did a terrible job of putting an emphasis on throughout the movie. So, this team meets at this Shrike tree. This is a trick he did years ago where there's a card in a tree that had been there for like 20 years, long yeah. or whatever. They meet there with the cards that they were given. Which yeah. magically float back together and make one card that yep. makes like light now. Yeah. But uh at this point where Thad's back talking to Rhodes and he's like, There's just one thing I can't figure out. Blah blah blah. It's almost as if there was someone on the inside. And then this epiphany turns around and Rhodes is now on the outside of the cell. <laughs> and this is when we the big twist Rhodes was the fifth horseman yeah I, I did not see that coming at all you didn't okay no not at all like I was completely blown away when I saw that actually my first time I watched this I was too, <clears throat> to have this is this like second time so I knew knew it all along definitely hurts the rewatchability on it so 
Yeah. Rhodes then meets up with them in the park, and he basically welcomes them to the Eye, the, the Order eye. of the Real Magic. And they all get on this carousel. You know, weird. Like, I don't. I don't really. Understand yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> we just have that going, you know, yeah. in case you want to relive your childhood real quick. Yeah. And uh, final scene here: Rhodes meets up with Alma in France on uh, the bridge with all the locks on it. It's a famous bridge. We'll get to that in trivia. Yeah. Um, and we find out why he did all this. Shrike was Rhodes' His dad. dad. That uh, died. Yeah. And that's basically where it ends. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have nothing written down after that. I don't even remember what I happened. I literally have Shrike was Ruff's dad. And. <laughs> yep. That's it. So. On to the sequel. <laughs> on to the sequel. Yeah, that's pretty much why I started watching right away. Which. Uh, who They replaced Isla Fisher, right? Yep. She got switched out. Okay. I don't know why. Don't spoil that for me. I'll. I'll I'll probably see it eventually, but yeah. Yeah, well, the reason they, they switched her out was... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. like halfway through it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Do I go first then, or do you? Uh, your movie, so I go first. Okay, go ahead. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I went in this being really skeptical, but I I don't know if it's just the fact that I really like magic <laughs> in general. But I actually like this movie quite a bit. So yeah, I actually uh, like magic a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. I like watching oh. magic tricks and sleight of hand shit. It's cool to me. <laughs> so that played a lot in the, my score because you know I enjoyed watching it. It was a fun film. The music goes well with it. It's like very atmospheric for magic, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The storyline was great. Good. I mean, you know, like like you had said, the Shrike shit wasn't really uh, put out as much as it should have been. Yeah. Because that kind of confused me too until the end when I when the twist hit and it actually was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. So this all kind of makes sense now. And the twist was just great. So yeah, I end up uh, <clears throat> landing on a seven out of ten on this one. Okay, seven a little higher than I think I should rate it, but I enjoyed it. So I think yeah. other people enjoyed it too. It's just one. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it definitely is. So it's good to see Jesse Eisenberg play Jesse Eisenberg again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna star in the biopic of his life. <laughs> it's just gonna be him being <laughs> yeah. him. Jesse Eisenberg in a career-defining role as Jesse <laughs> Eisenberg. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. So, as far as me go, my review goes. I I love the heists in this movie. You know, I love heist movies. Yeah. And who doesn't love magic? Magic is cool. It um, is. Yeah. Um, they did have some very fun CGI camera shots. You know, the like rotating band shots that like kept going around and when they were doing some of the heists and shows were, were pretty neat um but like i said again this watching this knowing how it ends really affects the rewatchability of it Ugh, you gotta get over that bud I, i'm not saying it's still not bad but it just it definitely it dropped it a little bit for me 
just because I don't know how many more times, you know, I would just like want to throw this on. Um, I do still need and want to see the second one. So, well, just, I mean, you know, Andy Dufresne's going to escape Shawshank at the end. You're still yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't let the little twist ending fool you. Or, right. You and that, I'm not trying to say that takes, you know, a, drops it from a, you know, a nine to a fucking two. No, it's just, it, it you watch it a little differently. That's all. You pay yeah. attention to more shit. So, um, but all in all, there's nothing like that's going to blow me away with it. It's good. Entertain is very entertained throughout the whole movie, but uh, I can't really give it much higher than a six. So I'm giving it six, mm. uh, six abracadabras, I guess. <laughs> six abracadabras. <laughs> so. uh, I was out at a six for the longest time and I was like, yeah, I, I like magic though. Mm. And I want to watch the second one now to see where it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no idea what the second one's about. I just know that scene where they're passing the card. Yeah. And that's all they're really- in China. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you want to know how they get there? It <laughs> ruins a good chunk of the movie. By a plane? I don't know. <laughs> That's how I get to China. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's in this one. Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Abracadabra. Nice. As always, there's some trivia here. Not, not much good trivia, but uh, hopefully these three little tidbits will entertain your appease your trivia craving so the card trick in the opening sequence that we were talking about where is it it's it's authentic there is no editing in this and it's what's known as a card force wherein the magician makes the unsuspecting audience member pick a predetermined card just and i as i don't know but like as you watch it it seems like that seven of diamonds held on screen for like a split second longer than all the other cards um the audience member believes they have picked a random card, which is reinforced by the magician reshuffling the deck. This is all just misdirection. But huh. it's wild to think like me and you watching it both picked the same card. So it, it's a legit, you know, it's not necessarily a trick. It's it's uh, making you think one way, basically. How? How? <laughs> I, I want to find out how holograms. <laughs> so holograms, it's fucking holograms, man. So, the final scene was filmed on the Pont des Arts in Paris, France, which, as shown in the movie, it's a famous bridge where um, people go and couples they'll put a lock on it with their names and they'll throw the key in the water. It's I think yeah. it's like like the Lovers Bridge or whatever. However. In June 1st in 2015, city council people had to start removing padlocks because the weight of the bridge was getting too, <laughs> too heavy. There were so many locks on it that the bridge was starting to... Eventually, know. the city was just like, fuck your love. Yep. <laughs> start yeah. cutting locks and shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> what if you put a lock on there with someone and fucking throw the key and break up with them a week later? You know. Now I gotta go back to fucking Paris. Get I walk lock past... <laughs> I walk past that fucking bridge every fucking day. Constant goddamn reminder. Why did we paint the lock hot pink? It's visible from everywhere. So, and one final one here. The carousel that uh, they jump on in Central Park is actually from City Park in New Orleans. While the theater that they were at in New Orleans is in Los Angeles. Oh, really? So, That's interesting. Yeah. A little bit of tidbits there for you. 
go maybe you can find some more on your own but yeah, yeah. that's what i got for you yeah, uh, i got none so yeah nothing what, what no. if people want to get in contact with us i don't know where would they do that oh i think they should probably go to instagram and look up mfab podcast give us a follow on there or you can shoot us an email at mfabpodcast at gmail.com uh, give us some uh suggestions and yeah tell us stuff yeah. let us know what you want to hear yeah put us in your heads yeah. i want you to go to bed thinking of us dream of us wake up just rock hard thinking of our voices <laughs> <laughs> that's weird <laughs> <laughs> that's weird <laughs> but if you're not doing any of that stuff you might I mean, it would be nice anyways. We'd very much appreciate it. It helps out a lot if you would, you know, head to Apple iTunes or, you know, wherever you get your podcast from, give us that five-star rating and maybe a comment saying anything, you know. Yeah. It could be a suggestion. Maybe we'll pull from there and then, you know. And we're very close to getting on Spotify, too. Yes. We are very still close. working on that. So but we're getting closer every day. Yeah, uh, kind of pissed off that we're still not on there, but yeah, but soon enough we'll get there. But, yeah, uh, if you do get your podcast on Spotify and want to listen to a good one, uh, my solo show Pick Ten is out mm-hmm. now. First episode is out. Gavin joined me. I'm on it. On it. Yeah, um, this is our top ten movies, our favorite movies. So got a couple episodes I gotta edit and get out there, but uh, they are equally as good. I think I did fast food chains. Um, another guest came on. We did top ten wrestling themes, theme musics. That was a fun nice. one. So, and they have lots of other ideas on that too. So, go check that out. Pick ten on Spotify. So, but I think that is going to wrap it up today. Unless Gavin, you got anything else to say, Ed? Yeah, I got nothing. Right. This movie was pretty good, but you know little lackluster in points and you know oh, I, I i only took half a page of notes which is fucking insane usually i take at least one page yeah and i notes. did not even give what the critics think i can't believe i f- forgot about that i know everybody's like what about all the critics You're oh yeah done with the show. i don't want to know what you assholes thought what do the actual critics think so what do the important people think <laughs> yeah imdb actually gave this a 7.2 out of 10 hmm. rotten tomatoes Got a fifty percent tomato meter, Ouch. but a seventy percent audience score. So right. a little varied there. That makes sense. So I think we're all within the same, you know, fifty six seven. Yeah, right in that. Yeah. So not a bad movie. Go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're gonna get out of here for today. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll catch us on our next episode. As always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. We'll see you later. Bye. Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we're going it totally blind. So until then. That's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>